Welcome to the Band of Brothers Cycling Podcast. In this series, we talk about the biggest races in cycling and how we prepare for them and give you some insight into the personalities within the team. Hi everyone and welcome to this episode of the Band of Brothers podcast. I'm Steph, one of the team's press officers, and today we'll be talking with Leonard Kemner, who's just come off quite a strong performance at Terreno Adriatico and is now staying in Italy to do some recon for the Giro d'Italia. So thanks Lenny for taking the time to join us today. Yeah, it's a pleasure. It's my first time with the Warwick podcast, so I'm curious. And I'm also joined by Ralf Scherzer, so thanks to you as well, Ralf. Hello, everybody. So to get started, as I just uh, mentioned, you're still in Italy to do some Giro Recon, Lenny. How have you found Italy so far and how has the racing been last week? I think last week was a super hard stage race and um, I also quite enjoyed it, but uh, it was also really demanding. And how do you like racing in, in Italy in general? I'm curious. Uh, yeah, so far I really like it. Uh, probably also because the last two races in Italy went really well for me. So sometimes this yeah, really helps to enjoy racing and uh, also to like a country more than probably others. Is there any specific recommendation about Italy? I mean, a special region you discovered during the Giro or now or a special food? You would say, hey, guys, you need to go there, you eat, try this. Uh, that's a super basic answer now because I really like the pasta here in Italy. It's just a little bit better than everybody than everywhere else. And uh, yeah, I really enjoy the food over here. Even like if we are normally in the hotels, we always get the good food. And um, yeah, that makes me really happy here. So now let's turn to some more serious cycling questions. You decided to try to go more for GC this season. Can you tell us why you wanted to do that specifically? So you've already been very successful with your current approach, approach to racing. Um, why do you want to move more in that direction now? Yeah, I had the feeling it's the time for it. Like uh, before I always felt a little bit overwhelmed and I was more like, okay, I think I have more chances to really win the race if I'm going into break a race and uh, try to yeah, take a victory from there. And uh, now I have the feeling I'm, yeah, I'm getting older, I'm getting a little bit better maybe also. And um, I have the feeling now it could be the right time to try the switch. And uh, if I fail, I can always go back to breakaway. Um, can, can you try to explain a little was it, what specifically needed to do that change? I mean, physically and mentally. Yeah, I think um, for myself, it was also like a mental switch to say, okay, I really want to try this. And um, it came more like last year in the Giro, I had the feeling, okay, um, I'm on a good level. And if I just keep improving a little bit, then uh, it could be already enough to do like a good GC. And before, like in the last years, I never had that feeling. I was always uh, yeah, more concerned about my limitations and I had the feeling, okay, maybe it doesn't yeah, work out if I go all in for GC. So I turned a little bit more into the breakaway thing and uh, yeah, I had the feeling that I can win more easily from a breakaway than out of like the GC group. And, and in, in terms of, I don't know, training long climbs or specifically TT or is there anything you, you changed to follow that approach? Yes, for sure. Like uh, in the last weeks, I trained way more on the TT bike than uh, I did in the past years. I also found a little bit more fun in it as well because the most 
limited thing for me was uh, the TT training and uh, I was not really yeah, motivated to do it a lot. So also my TT yeah, went way worse over the years. So now I started to yeah, enjoy it a little bit more on the TT bike again and I also train more. And then yeah, also now the first result came out of it. So I'm pretty happy about that. So putting all that training into practice, uh, the past week at Tirreno, you were a real leader for the team. How did that feel to you on a personal level to take on that responsibility? I think it takes a while until really you really take the responsibility. For me, it also took a while. Like it was not from the first day on, maybe the last one or two, three days, I really had the feeling to yeah, grow more and more into this position. I had last year in the Giro already the uh, road captain role for some days and some... Uh, yeah, harder stages. So there I had already the first um, small steps into that role. And um, I think last week I had really well support by the team and I felt really comfortable in the team. And then it's also sometimes more easy to take uh, responsibilities. How happy are you with how things have gone so far? I know it's only early in the season. And is there something specific that you also can take away from last week or something specific that you learned from that experience that you can perhaps put into practice at your next races? I think it was a really good experience to do like a full week of uh, trying a GC, especially with like here and there's more setback that you just keep on going and that you don't uh, hold back. And you also have to believe in yourself, even if uh, like the final is a bit more harder than you probably expected and you're already like on the back foot a little bit that you just keep on going and uh, try as hard as possible to lose as less time as possible. And I think that was like a big learning in the last three stages. Is there anything else you learned specifically about this GC role in the last week? Maybe also off the bike, you know, how to, you know, lead your, the guys that should help you or something like that? I think I still have a lot of room for improvement in case of leading a group and being a real leader. You know, it was now my first uh, time being in the role of uh, like the GC captain. And I think there's still a big difference between like being the, the big leader in a team and really saying like how you want things or being a, like a GC captain, the guy who has like the freedom of uh, yeah, getting all the support and um, making a result. And I think for becoming a, a real leader, I still have to do like a lot of steps. And, and now more performance-wise, um, you had a good training camp in altitude. Now you came to race in Terreno. You finished fourth. Are you happy with your shape? Uh, I'm actually really happy with my shape. Um, if I look back to January, February, like I already had a little bit of racing and this was not running perfectly out of different circumstances. And now the, uh, the camp in Tenerife really helped me to like step up a bit more performance-wise. So therefore, I'm really happy with my fourth place, like 100%. So you mentioned that you want to really work on embodying the leadership role in the team. And I guess that's something that you're going to look towards as the Giro comes up. Is there anything else that you're still looking to improve on in the lead up to the Giro? Yes, uh, I want to improve a lot of things for sure. Like uh, I want to improve my physical shape. Like I want to be like in a better shape than I am right now. And um, I think all the other stuff with like leadership and this will come naturally. Like I don't, I will not do any 
how do you say it? I will not start reading books about it now. Like, I will just try to do my best and try to learn also from other writers who are maybe having this world already a bit longer than me. And uh, from now on, for me, it's all about learning. Um, and now we change topic a little bit. Um, at the moment, we're still in Italy and to, you know, recon some of the stages of the Giro. Um, so why did you decide to do that? And what's important about a recon in general? I think a recon can really help to yeah, focus on a stage. If you, if you know the stage and uh, you see it on paper, it's always well, often really different to what you experience on the road. And uh, sometimes if you see it, then you have it in your mind already like uh, one month before and uh, you can really like prepare yourself also mentally for that one stage that it's going to be hard or that you have something in mind what you can invent. And uh, for now, I take it as also an extra bit of motivation so that you really feel like, okay, I'm preparing something and I'm really in the mode of uh, yeah, trying to do something good in the Giro. I have one, one additional question here because also Gaspar always talks about you as a creative writer. And you now also mentioned maybe you can invent something I mean, of course, you, you don't need to tell us your proper plans, but is there already something in your head now after, you know, taking a look at some of the stages? Mm, not really. Like sometimes I, I have like some race situations in, in my head where I think like, okay, there and there I could probably do something when the race is uh, going this and that way, but often it's completely different. and. In the past, when I was like uh, in the breakaway, then I was always like searching for opportunities where I can do my move. And there I was never like having a real plan. I was always just waiting until, yeah, a moment came where I had the feeling this is the right moment. And uh, I'm not the guy who's like planning perfectly into detail. Okay, there I want to do something or here I want to do something. It's more like... Yeah, more like a feeling. Now, without giving any of your creative ideas away, um, in general, what do you think will be the key stages of this year's Giro? Uh, the key stages, to, to be quite honest now, like I looked into every stage, but uh, I don't have like a key stage, like oh, this will decide everything. Like we have so many stages where you can either lose some time or gain some time. Then you have like three, yeah, time trades which are also like super important so I think there's so much um, challenge from all the stages that you cannot say this one is like the only one where everything gets decided and and when you look on the stages is it is it just more about the, the profiles or the roads or is it also you know a, a recon to a recon to use like for special setups or gearings or does that also play a role? Yeah, for sure. You think about gearings, you think about uh, probably even tires sometimes. Um, I think in general, like a recon just provides you with a really good idea uh, how the race looks and how it could look like in the in the Giro then, like you, you really see sometimes, okay, I think here it's going to be super hectic, here it's going to be like this and this. So you have already an idea about how the race could possibly go. 
Uh, so the last week of the Giro will be particularly important. How much of an advantage is it to see those climbs in advance? I mean, you still need the legs, of course, to race when you get there, but how much of a benefit do you think you'll derive from having already seen those climbs? Mm, I think it can really help uh, if you're aware of what's uh, still still coming. For me, it's also always important to see like a descent to uh, yeah see see everything to see the approach to the climb to yeah uh, just see the important um, sectors. But I think for the last week it's probably a bit different because you also have like one or two climbs who are just like super long and uh, on a big road where you cannot do so much than uh, just hang in and try your best to survive. Um, and the last question, um, let us know what's your program now from now on until the beginning of the Giro. Yeah, now I have a bit of time at home and um, afterwards we go for Sierra Nevada for for a camp again with the whole Giro squad to get in shape for two of the Alps afterwards and then uh, it's already time for the Giro. So Lenny, thanks for joining us after a busy week of racing. I'm sure our listeners enjoyed hearing your insights into what's coming up for you. So thanks very much. No problem. Have a nice evening. And uh, Ralph, thanks for joining me as well. Yeah. Bye-bye. And that concludes this episode of the Band of Brothers podcast. We hope you enjoyed the listen and thank you as always for joining us. Until next time. <laughs>